You're listening to KLYT. Welcome back to ABQ Connect. ABQ Connect, it is uh, just a few minutes away from the top of the hour. Still to come, our uh, a Friday financial update uh, from John Moore Associates. Brian Cochran will join us momentarily. Uh, but uh, our typical uh, Heritage Foundation update uh, again today with Genevieve Wood. Genevieve, thanks again for joining us. Hello, Steve. Great to be with you and your audience. Well, you know, uh, we, over the last several weeks, uh, have have all seen uh, the various demonstrations uh, uh, as related to the war uh, in Israel, uh, Israel's war against Hamas, uh, and uh, seeing uh, our universities with demonstrations and, and other places uh, this last week. Uh, now, I, I actually missed this one. Uh, but the demonstration on the mall in uh, Washington D.C. and I understand uh, you were you were on site. Yeah, I had the I was in D.C. and had the opportunity to be a part of it. And Steve, it was really phenomenal. I mean, it, this was it was called the March for Israel. It was really a rally, uh, and you, the the estimated official number was that they had two hundred ninety thousand people on the mall. So you can kind of picture it started very close to the Capitol and went all the way back down to where the Washington Monument is. I'm sure many of your listeners probably saw some of the some of the aerial photographs, but it was really an amazing group because it, people were from all over. Uh, this was, you know, you obviously had people like myself from DC who were there, but the vast majority had come in from all over parts of the country. You had people that said, you know, Dallas for Israel, LA for Israel, Buffalo for Israel. I met some people that had gotten on buses at two 2.30 in the morning uh, to drive down for, for the event. And it was primarily Jewish people. I mean, there were, you know, some Christians there, Christians for Israel and the like, but the vast majority of the people there were Jews from all over the country. Some had actually come in that were part of the program from Israel. And there were two things to me that were interesting about the demonstration. Number one, it was extremely peaceful. Uh, you didn't even have protesters. It was a it was a level one security. So there, you know, there was you saw some sharpshooters on the top of Smithsonian buildings overlooking the crowd. So there was a very high level of security. Uh, but the folks there, nobody like what you see in some of these like pro Hamas type demonstrations. Nobody had their face covered. Nobody was trying to hide, you know, who they were so that they could do violent or, or defamed buildings and the like. It was extremely peaceful. People, people were there just to show support for the state of Israel uh, and the fact that, you know, what was going on in the Middle East, that they believed that they should stand strong. But there was no attempt to to trash buildings or intimidate other people. It was a very peaceful, peaceful demonstration. And one of the few times that you had speakers from both the Democratic Party, so leaders in the House and Senate that were Democrats, then also Republican leaders from the House and Senate uh, who spoke at the same place in support of the same issue. That doesn't happen very often on anything. So that was a rarity. Yeah. Actually, when you said that, uh, you know, it's like what, they found something to, you know, ha have the same voice about, uh, you know, and, and we've talked about this, I think in the past, you know, the, uh, uh, how divided our countries come in that way. You know, when you think back to the times of, of uh, Ronald Reagan and Tip O'Neill, clearly on opposite sides of the aisle, uh, but uh, friendly and able to come together on things that they do agree on. And, and that's refreshing uh, to see. It was refreshing. It, and it doesn't mean they're all going to, you know, vote the same way on the issue. I mean, for example, many of the same people, especially on the left that were there, the Democrats like Chuck Schumer and others were at the rally, but then they went back to Capitol Hill and voted against the aid package for Israel because they didn't want it just a standalone package. They want to put in Ukraine and other things. So there's a, there's a division still on how to get some of it done, but in general support 
for Israel, you saw both sides there. And, you know, and, and Steve, completely opposite of what you saw the very next day when you had these pro-Hamas demonstrators outside the Democratic National Committee headquarters because they don't believe that Democrats are doing enough for Hamas. They want to call for a ceasefire. They turned violent, started trying to break into the doors. Uh, actually, one of the, the Capitol Hill police was hurt in the altercation. Complete opposite type of demonstration. And I just think it shows you the difference in the two groups. One is much more uh, terrorist-minded, uh, even on our soil, uh, versus the one who just says, we have a right to exist, and you can't come in here and try to slaughter us, and then say that we don't have a right to defend ourselves. So they're very different positions. Yeah, and uh, I think it's important to educate uh, the listener uh, who really isn't dialed into, uh, you know, the, you know, I think so many people are just, oh, you know, Israel and and yeah, it's, you know, it's, what's interesting, it's Israel. And what do they say? Do they say uh, Palestine? Do they say Hamas? Do they, you know, what it's so unclear. Uh, and uh, I think that's some of the confusion that, uh, you know, some people make the assumption that Palestine uh, is a country, uh, which, you know, I was listening to several programs over the last week and uh, the, the moder- you know, moderated the, the hosts, you know, making things clear, like um, I, I heard one who was talking to a friend who was actually uh, inquisitive and asking, you know, I, look, I really don't know. Uh, um, and, you know, his retort to them was, well, uh, Palestine, who who's their president? <laughs> who's, right. who's their prime yeah. minister or king or queen or, you know, no, it's never been a nation. Uh, and right. wh- what we're talking, what happened on October 7th was a group of terrorists uh, from Hamas, backed by Iran, uh, mm-hmm. who uh, invaded Israel and slaughtered. Um, Coming in from Gaza. Yeah. Right, that's right. Yeah. Uh, s- slaughtered men, women, children. Uh, you know, uh, they came across IDF, uh, you know, uh, attacked them, killed uh, IDF members, took hostages. And, you know, that... <laughs> Israel is not in the in the uh, business of uh, go, you know, and people compare what they're doing going into Gaza. They're not going into Gaza to randomly slaughter people. They're going in there uh, to find Hamas and and end. I mean, their their goal is to end Hamas. Uh, That's and, right. They're and, trying to root out the terror the terror cells. I mean, and and many of these uh, terror cells and the the fighters for Hamas they put. The people of Gaza, the innocent citizens behind them. Now, let's be clear: a lot, you know, there are many citizens in Gaza support the work of of Hamas and the PLO, but many, you know, a lot don't. But the reality is, they put those citizens, you know, as, as they use them as shields, basically. So it's like, oh, well, if you come after us, and you're going to be hitting innocent citizens, so they're trying very hard not to do that. But I think people should be clear: when people in Gaza get hurt, it's because Hamas is trying to use them. Uh, to shield themselves. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, where, when Israel was preparing to go into Gaza, they, they told people to leave and, and pe- right. people weren't permit, permitted to leave because of the leaders of Hamas. Uh, and anyway, uh, there's, a, there's a clear contrast be, be, you know, between, uh, uh, a quote unquote Palestinian support rally and uh, a rally for Israel. And, uh, you know, we, we would encourage our listeners to look at these stories found at, at dailysignal.com and, and other 
reputable uh, sources that uh, will cl- clearly, um, you know, make a distinction between the two. But the truth is, the mainstream press uh, jumps right on board, and, and when they when they you know uh, when it's called a, a, a Palestinian rally or a, a Palestine rally or uh, and and not saying what it is, uh, um, I, I now I haven't looked at every one of those rallies, and I but I I am probably guilty of making the assumption that uh, uh, what they're saying is they are pro Hamas, pro terror. Right, right. In many of the case, I mean, you know, you have to look at each one individually. But when you see most of the ones on the college campus, you've seen the other ones you've seen. Uh, in places like D.C. minus this one that I talked about earlier this week, that's what they're for. Uh, they, they say they want ceasefire, uh, but that doesn't mean that they want to allow. I mean, a ceasefire for what? What are they wanting to do? Have talks? Hamas doesn't do that. Uh, this is they've got. And I think Israel and the prime minister, Benjamin Netanyahu, is right. They have to be eliminated. Uh, they cannot be allowed to sit right across uh, from the Israel line and do what they did again. Uh, which you know, they their statement is they are committed to the end of Israel. Yeah, uh, they that's clear. Jews. They've made it very clear, and so as long as that th- that is their mission statement, which it is, uh, then it means they've got to be eliminated. You can't allow somebody whose mission is to destroy you uh, to sit right outside your border. It doesn't work. Yeah, and I I know from having traveled to Israel and and spoken with um, uh, people who live there who are well you know well aware of. Uh, uh, the, um, <clears throat> the culture there and, you know, and, and, and this, you know, this goes back 10 years ago, there were people that were saying, you know, give the land back to the, you know, the, give the Golan Heights back, back, uh, to the, um, the shore of, of Lake Tiberias or you know, the sea of Galilee. And, and my question to, uh, this friend in Israel was, why would they do that? And and the answer is, you know, there's people in Israel who would ask for that because they're war weary. You know, and this was prior to uh, Gaza being, you know, uh, the IDF exiting Gaza, um, and you know, they 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 believed that leaving would bring peace. But as you mentioned, and it was the same then, we knew it wouldn't bring peace uh, because their goal is the as you said, the destruction of Israel. Uh, and, uh, it's, it's just not the same when you see, when, you know, when you really compare the, <laughs> these rallies, the <laughs> not the same. <laughs> it's, they, it's, have di- they have different rallying, uh, re- you know, when you ask people, why are you here? Uh, there's very different reasons people go to those rallies. Right. Yeah. And, uh, it becomes very clear what the, what the, the, uh, the differences between, I don't even like to say the two sides. One is a state that is a sovereign state that is minding its own business. Uh, that's the state of Israel. The other is a terrorist-led organization and movement uh, right. that has the backing, as you rightly pointed, not just of uh, the, some of those in, in the Gaza Strip, but uh, Iran and other terror cells throughout the Middle East. Well, so uh, with that in mind, Christian, uh, we would encourage you uh, as a listener to KLYT uh, that you know you pray for uh, Israel's victory in this uh, conflict with terrorists and pray for the people in Gaza that have nothing to do with Hamas. They live there and they're under the rule of Hamas. Uh, and there are, uh, there are innocent victims. I'm not there and I can't, you know, speak to that with authority, but, uh, I have to believe, uh, there's, you know, women and children 
and others there that want nothing to do with the conflict and are just trying to live their lives and, and aren't, um, allowed, allowed to, yeah, they're not allowed to exit and remove themselves uh, from, uh, the, the areas that are, you know, under fire. So, uh, do be praying, uh, for the safety of those, uh, who need to get out of that area. And uh, again, uh, daily signal.com will continue to have stories uh, that cover this. Uh, and wow, what a, what a unique opportunity you had to, uh, uh, to be there in person on the mall this week. It was really cool. Got to say felt it was, it was standing for Israel, but they were, you know, we were singing the national anthem and, and the like. So it was a very patriotic, uh, pro America moment as well. Very good. Well, uh, each week we're, we're privileged to have a, an update uh, from the Heritage Foundation with Genevieve Wood. And Genevieve, we appreciate your time and look forward to uh, getting another update uh, in the coming weeks. Wonderful. Thanks so much, Steve. All right. Stay with us. Uh, we'll hear from John Moore Associates, Brian Cochran, just around the corner. And actually, while we're on the topic of Israel, a reminder uh, that uh, for the next month or so, Abounding Grace with Ed Taylor at 3.30 in the afternoon will be replaced uh, by the broadcast Bless Israel, which will keep you apprised of uh, some of the things we've been talking about and how you can support uh, what is going on uh, there. Uh, the program brought to you by the International Fellowship of Christians and Jews. It airs at 3.30 weekday afternoons, uh, probably through about mid-December. Uh, and you'll also hear the program uh, Saturday and Sunday mornings at 7 o'clock, Bless Israel on 88.3 FM. Coming up after the break, we'll get to that Friday financial update with Brian Cochran on ABQ Connect. 